this episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Useful Corruption. Hey, do you happen to be a corrupt politician who has $100 million or so lying under your bed or $50 million in the guest bathroom? How about considering Useful Corruption? Invest your stolen funds in local businesses at reasonable interest rates and make that money work for you while you make your money work for the people. Useful corruption. Stealing. That helps. Podcast or this podcast helps or anybody affiliated with this podcast does not in any way endorse or encourage money laundering. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. My name is Akande Adairly, and welcome to another episode of Pod Save Africa. Today, I have a fantastic guest on, and I'm going to be speaking with Eric Ganyange. I really hope I got that pronunciation right, but um, uh, Eric's from Tanz- Tanzania. He currently resides in Iowa. Um, he runs a startup called Wake Up For Your Rights, and I'm going to let Eric tell you a little bit more about himself. Uh, so, Eric, want to tell the guests uh, who you are? Hello, everybody. My name is Eric. Like uh, you say, and my last name is Nganyange. You got it. You got it right, man. I got it right. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, you got. You got it right. You got it right. Most people usually just butcher with pretty bad. Oh. <laughs> but you got it right. Yeah, like you say, I live in Iowa. And I'm originally from Tanzania, right. and uh, I'm involved here with a nonprofit organization in Cedar Rapids called Work Up for Your Rights. We just started up. So okay. it's not nothing real big, nothing real too crazy. But we have certain vision. We're looking, we're looking forward. So thanks for having me on the show today. All right, awesome, awesome. So I'd like to, I'd like to start with your organization, your nonprofit. What, what, what's your motivation for starting that? Well, the motivation is uh, is a couple things. Uh, n- number one, the biggest is uh. uh the peace part of it, and we just will f- try to focus. We want to focus more on uh, uh, the judicial part. Like when, okay. when sometimes people get arrested in Africa, and for pretty much not 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 their fault or the crimes they did not commit, it can right. be the political political or corruption. Either one of those, and they okay. get thrown in jail for. People in the media, they get thrown in jail for blowing a whistle, it's, hmm. and they cannot afford the legal. So we kind of, we kind of focus on that a little bit, and then we get involved in uh, in politics. It's like elections and stuff like that to make sure. Okay. We kind of get people kind of get the fair election from the local to the national standpoint. Okay, and where would you say are your efforts for now con- concentrated in your home country? Actually, actually, we not 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 really because we kind of in most of the countries compared to Tanzania, we kind of pretty good. Okay. Out of, out of the fifty five countries, when it comes to the fair election, so we kind of try to focus on places like it's real real been a struggle. Okay. Okay. You know, and and we 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 kind because we got a couple of elections coming up this this year in, in Africa. We have. Uh, DRC and we were, we were discussing about that. See if we can get our hands on DRC because 
that's been a it's been a chaos for the for how many years since right. they became independent. So yeah. we we were, we were trying to think about that, and then there's another election in Kenya. I think they're 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 okay. They're good yeah. there. Yeah. And and there's a one coming up in Rwanda. We already know who's going to win. There. Going to win. <laughs> you already know who's going to so win. Well, yeah, we fair already enough. know who's going to win. So that's kind of pretty set. Uh, that one. So we're we're trying. My my thing, and we we're going back and forth with other other guys in organization. But my thing was more if we can have some influence on in DRC, that would be that would be the big one. Okay, okay. And yeah. then and then you know you mentioned that your your startup was your non. I I don't know. Why I keep calling it a startup, but I guess it really is if it's just recently started. But um, yeah. Uh, you know what. It's in its early stages, so I, I want to ask about what what your personal vision is long term. What what would you hope in the best case of scenarios? Being extremely optimistic, as I believe everybody should be. Um, what, what how do you think? What would you be? What would be the most ideal way for things to play out? I, I think uh, a couple of things because uh, if if you if you look at the challenges we faced in Africa, yes, most 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 of them you're going to break them down in three. Three parts, right? Okay. Economic, economy part of it, social mm-hmm. part of it, and the political part of it. Okay. Right? And uh, my my firm believes if the last two, the social and political, okay, don't mean don't mean anything if the economy part is not right. That's fair. Right? Because I, I I feel like if I'm worrying about what my kids gonna eat tonight, yeah, if that's my number one concern, I really don't care about the gay yeah. rights. I don't care about voting rights. Right. Because my main concern is, is getting food in your stomach, my right? Kids. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and and that is a little bit more challenging, but I think there's a lot of ways we can we can fix it. Okay. Because I, I I think they for the past I don't know how many years the economy in most African countries been almost keep going down. Yeah, recessive. While while yeah yeah while every other countries. Hmm. They keep getting out of poverty slowly, but we, we it, it seems like we keep getting poor and poor and poor. Right. Yeah, and, that and, and, and that And, and that's, that is our goal, and that's one of the things me and you we kind of went back and forth on email. Right. And I, I, I firm believes, and I, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, I, I'm a firm believer that the foreign aid is, is a huge aspect of that. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, you know, like one one of the things you mentioned was that first of all, what what you're doing is particularly unique. You know, you're you're outside the country, leveraging resources and education, and you know, just uh, uh, coalitions to try and help back home. Um, yeah. And 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 that's fantastic. You know, do you think just just focusing on people like you? Do you think that that is perhaps a route? To you know, fixing our our con our you know countries and our continent in, in general. Yes, hmm. absolutely. Because 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 I I think it's for people like me and you. Right. We are uh, somehow somewhere we are not in in tune highly with day to day things going on. That's true. But but we we do know what's going on. Yeah. But I think it gives us more leverage because we can speak our mind without having any fear. Ah, that's true. Because we have set in place to fall in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Versus, yeah, and we can we can make a comment. We can write comments because, as, as you know, most most press in Africa they're free but not real free. Yeah. Yeah, that you is know, true. You 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 are free to write anything you want to write until you cross that line or you write certain things about somebody. Right. And that might be the end of your career. So I think for us who are far away, yeah, we can critique right without having that fear huh. determine how we do it. Right. So because we're not afraid of retribution, we don't have many reasons to be afraid of retribution. We are. It's almost our responsibility to make sure we're saying something because we're in a better position go. to do so. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. So, so you know, one thing that a lot of people have felt like is that um, a lot of us have been able to come here through different means for different reasons, uh, some for education, some for work, all of the above. Um, and it seems like, you know, you know, every day we hear these news about this fantastic African students doing this or fantastic African professionals doing this and that. Um, doesn't it often sometimes feel like uh, developing countries and developed countries rather have taken, you know, easily some of the best of our talent from the continent that could have been used to make us better? Yeah, and... and and that's 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 one of those things that I think it, it, it gets it gets a little bit tricky. Hmm. Uh, and and, and he, he's the way sometimes I kind of group the diaspora. That's our biggest problem. We 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 have the group of people that we all know there's a lot of problems going on. We all know there's a lot of challenges going on in Africa. Yeah, you can you can talk to a hundred. Africans that lives and, and I'm gonna use the United States because that's that's where we at. Yeah. That lives in the United States and you can ask them what do you think is the problem Africa, right? Yeah. And they they're gonna give you twenty different problems. Mm. But then when you ask them what's the solution? Mm. Most of us we're gonna have to, we're gonna generalize, right? Right. Or oh, we need to get rid of corruption. Right. Oh, we need to get rid. The leadership is bad. Hmm. Okay, how, how do we go doing about that? So we 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 just stuck in this. I call BMW syndrome, right? Big right. morning and whining. <laughs> yeah, but we we do not come together and try to figure out the solutions. Right, and hmm. that's where we get stuck. We don't have that unit. Right. That we we have that, no that, we have no coalitions committed towards yeah we have, yeah we have no coalition hmm. it's, it's just it's just like one of the things that's always going on in the United States when something happened a black kid get killed with the white cop people march right right and after they get marched what happened we don't know what happened after that fair enough fair enough so it's like for for, for us it's, it's almost like 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 that we know there's a problem. We yeah. know there's a lot of killings going on in South Sudan. We know there's a lot of killings going on in DRC. We yeah. know there's a lot of extraction of natural resources. We know these problems. Yeah. But we 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 we, we tend to stuck. We we cannot get together to say like, okay, here's the problems. How, how are we gonna? And fix we it? have the we have the resources right. and the power to make the changes. So let's let's sit down and figure out the solution how yeah. we move forward to change the continent. And I think the unit part of it, yes, that's always we, we, we can never get 
get to create the coalition that uh, this is what we're gonna do. Right. And that's and and to piggyback on on your question, what's my vision? That's kind of my vision. To to build coalitions. If, yeah. If we, if we hmm. can build coalition with the like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And without care about which country you from. We say there's there's a 55 countries that know only the African Union, right? Yep. With 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 the addition to Morocco, just jumped in at the end of the last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so if if we say because we we can we can create we can do a lot of things and make a lot of changes because all these almost all these 55 countries they have their embassy in this country. Yeah, they do. So that there are and, some kind of there's a route into influence here yeah yeah so we we can start doing that we don't even need to be at the homeland because their homeland is here because if you have your embassy that's yeah. your country that's your country yeah it's it's your your, your country's territory yeah so if that the unit part is is, is, is i think it's the first thing first we mm. need to trust each other right to make sure that that you can do your part i can do my part okay. and it cannot be a self-serving deal right hmm. so yeah because so, if, 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 if it becomes a self-serving we are not going to go anywhere that is per that is that is very valid um so so we've we've spoken now on what you know what the the you know what, what essentially has been exported to america in terms of talent and what we're able to do and what the things we're, we're going to be able we should be able to do and the things we should do to influence change back home but now let's talk about what you know the countries like america have actively given us and you probably know what i'm talking about but when i say foreign aid um you know foreign you, you sent me an email earlier today about foreign aid being actually being detrimental to our countries um rather being good so so you know what would you like if you were to describe the the, the demerits of foreign aid what would you say they are Two different types of foreign foreign aids we we usually get in Africa, right? There's okay. uh, loans which with very small interest rate. Okay. Okay. It pretty much was like subprime lending type of thing. Like yeah. Two thousand eight or not. Hmm. And there's grants. Right. Right. Which is is free money. It just has the money do it with it. Yeah, have have the money. They Nigeria get this amount of money. And uh, maybe this other country get this amount of money. And talking about that, I was waiting, I don't know if it was a couple of days ago, from um, the foreignassistance.gov, United States. Right. For the, for the fiscal year 2017, their budget plan is $41.9 billion. Wow. Foreign assistance around the world. Right. And the top five countries that are going to get that money. Mm-hmm. Number one is Egypt, okay, which I understand because of the peacekeeping and stuff like that. They expecting to get one point four billion. Oh wow! Okay. Right. Yeah. Number two is Kenya. Okay, Kenya, because of Al Shabaab. Yeah, they get they expect to get six hundred and twenty six million dollars. Oh wow! Okay. Number three is Nigeria. Wait, really? Hmm. Yep, they're getting six hundred and six million dollars. Now this is planned. It, it can change, right? And 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 I and I and I understand. Uh, there's, there's, there was a little bit struggle here and there in Nigeria with the 
with the Boca. extremists that was going yeah. on. Boca it's Haram. been going on for a while. Right. And I, I get that. And then we got Tanzania. They're hmm. getting $575 million. Okay. For, is I get, I'm guessing there's health issue, fighting AIDS and all this and all that. Right. And then there's Zambia that think expect to get 418 million. Huh. I get it. But here's the problem. Okay. All this foreign aid, mm-hmm. they are not free. Really? They are coming in with the string attached on it. Okay. And what, what would right. those strings be? And, 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 and here's the thing. Because even Africa Union they get in foreign aid. Really? Now, let me ask you this. Because it's, it's, it's very simple if you look at it. If I'm putting 80% of my money in your pocket for you to run your household, right. can you make major decision in your household without my involvement? Uh, probably not. <laughs> it's like living in it's your father's house. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's impossible, right? Right. So that's the same thing. Africa cannot really be independent hmm. if somebody else supporting it's, it's us is paying it, right? So right, we, yeah, we cannot make certain decisions hmm. without outside influence, right? Uh, yeah, that's and that's if and, if if and, Sorry, sorry. I was just yeah, thinking ahead. that if, if the outside influence doesn't have our best interest, then you know, the aid is they, just they, a trap. They, 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 there you go, and that's just one small part of it. Right. The other part of that is that this foreign aid is going to the governments uh, of Africa. Right. What does that do? The, it breeds corruption. Yeah. Frauds hmm. and there's even some research shows that's why some of these leaders they stay in power for 30 years because they're essentially funded by foreign aid there you go wow wow huh right and, and then if they get this money foreign aid money mm-hmm. they they're able to pay certain people in their government right. they're able to create this powerful military okay so they can shield themselves from a coup hmm Wow. But the people don't want them to be in power for this long. Right. Wow. They don't get voted to be in power for this long. Okay. You know, so that's when when I, when I see this election, they say, oh, so-and-so African leader, they won uh, president by 92%. Right. <laughs> and I'm looking at my man. Like that's... Even, Jesus, even Jesus was not like that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's that's the problem with with with, with foreign aid, mm-hmm. and not just that. This money being pumped to Africa for the past fifty yes. years. Yeah, and I was looking up statistics, and I think there was like one trillion dollars in development related aid transferred to Africa in the past fifty years. That's a lot of money. There you go. That's a lot of money, but yeah. we have nothing to show for. Huh. So, so my, my question to you is then, do we then scrap the entire idea of foreign aid or is there a different way that we structure development, like related funds, so that they actually go towards development? 
Does that mean and that? I, 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 yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, does that mean that we don't, you know, give governments money, whereas instead we give, you know, organizations money instead? And do we have to, you know, do governments like the U.S. have to then start to check in to make sure their money is being used correctly? And and I I, th- I think we can. And I, I like like I told you for 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 all the listeners, if you, for the listener, if you get a chance, go get the book called Foreign Aid by Dambisa Moya, The Dead Aid. Yeah. It's very it's very good book. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll put a link in the show notes so that the, the listeners can yeah. look at it. Yeah, and and I like her idea. I don't think you can cut the foreign aid right away without creating the chaos. Right. Because there's a lot, almost more than half the government of Africa is dependent. Government budget. Almost like some of them is seventy percent of their government budget depends on foreign aid. Yeah. Wow. So if if you cut that right away. It might be a problem. Yeah, the, the entire but governments might collapse. It might collapse. Right. But I think we can scale back. Okay. And and I'll use I'll use the business uh, example in our book. I think if the African government they're told, listen, from five years from now, we're gonna shut down the tax. Hmm. So if you're getting seventy five percent from us this year. Next year is gonna be sixty. Okay. Year after that is gonna be fifty. Hmm. Year after that is gonna be forty. Year after, so by the time we get down to the fourth year, right. they'll be forced to, to do something. To survive. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. be forced to do something else because right now most of the government they just laying back. Hmm. They just laying back. Right. Because they know they know they're gonna. Make a call. So, so, so there's an interesting argument I'm reading almost be, be, between the lines. It seems like foreign aid has effectively made a lot of governments disinterested in actually creating a situation in their countries where the country actually generates money for the government. There you go. Oh, wow. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, because they, they don't have any reason. They're getting money either way. Yeah, so. they, they, we 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 we, be, we become more dependent hmm. than anything else because we don't we don't we don't we don't want to use our brain, right? Because yeah. we have we have all the resources we can ever need, right? To make things happen, right? And now another question I have too, though, is that you know this the plan so far relies heavily on getting you know state you know countries like the united states to stop giving foreign aid and you know for yeah. somebody like you know for example the, the, the article you sent me it's on the hill I'll, I'll actually put the link in the show notes for all the listeners um it was essentially talking about uh donald trump's impression of foreign aid and i don't agree yeah. with the man on a, a ton of stuff but apparently yeah. the, his impression is actually on for very accurate that it's it's not good for the continent maybe his actions to reduce it might actually end up helping African nations become defendant oh, yeah. after some struggles. Um, so, oh, yeah, so, so, yeah I, I, I just found that very fascinating. And, and what, what do you think about that? Oh, I, I agree with it. I agree with it. That's, that's why, that's why I, I read the article and I'm like, as, as much as there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with Trump, I'm like, he's on the money with this. Huh. And, and, then, and then my oh. other question, though, is that 
one of the things you mentioned is that things, you know, these these countries have incentives to give us the money so that, you know, they pay us money so that we don't mine certain resources so that they, we don't have they don't have competition, things like that. I'm just imagining. I don't know for sure. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it, 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 it's, it's no brainer. If you right. think that's why that's why I say in the beginning, it's foreign aid. They're not free. Yeah. They come they come in with a string attached. Yeah. Because it assume like this. And, I, and I'm just saying this is an example. I'm not saying this is exactly exact what happened. Okay. So if the United States is giving a hundred billion dollars hmm. every year yeah. to Tanzania, right. let's say, and then all of a sudden Tanzania they find out they got a gas in one of the villages. Okay. Which the first country you think they're probably gonna have a shot? It's probably to gonna be that gas out of there. It's probably gonna be the United States, even before Tanzania itself. There yeah. you go. So that, that's part of it. And the, the the problem with that comes the United States probably they're going to dictate how the contract to look like. Mm. Right, because they have the leverage. There you go. Right. So now we have a gas, but we're probably not going to make any money out of it. Right. So, so. Because we're we afraid to lose this $100 million. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Easy money. It's, it's, uh, it's. Uh, Nobody wants to lose that, and and then uh, Dambisa Moya, she makes a, a yeah. couple of good points. I was looking, I was looking up the book, um, yeah. and and apparently, um, the foreign aid that we get is directly like it's it's if you look at kind of re, uh, research done on it, as she states in her book, countries that have yeah. done worse in Africa have typically received more foreign aid. And yeah. countries that have done better have typically received less. Yeah. Huh. Because you, you, you learn to survive with what you got. Yeah. Yeah, because huh. if, if you know, if you, if, you, if, if you know this is what you have, the $10 in my pocket is what I have, you're hmm. going to pinch every pen. Yeah, you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to be yeah, smart to sure about it. Yeah, last longer. Right, right. So so now I, I I think like the the consensus is that for the most part we have to get to a point where we are able to help ourselves as a continent and as different nations within that continent. Um, yeah. You know, one of our current mechanisms for doing so, and you mentioned earlier, is the African Union. Um, the yeah. African Union is a fantastic organization. It's only about eighteen years old. Um, yeah. I was looking, doing a little bit of research, and they've been fairly involved to certain degrees, but. I think you might know more about it. Um, what do you think the African Union so far in its 18 short or long years, depending on your perspective, what, what have they done well? And then what have they not done as well? Uh, and here's he, he, he's, he's the thing about the African Union. And uh, I think for them to have Hulka Dame hmm. as the most wide outspoken guy on the union. Right. I think it's the best for them as much. And, and, and this, this is the thing about Kagame. I, there's a lot of things I agree with them right. from the time how he, he, he changed that country from the 1994 genocide to how that country is it's right not, now yeah. from the economy standpoint. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. But when it comes to the civil rights and humanitarian rights, yeah. I have a lot of questions for him. Yeah. Right. And, and that's beside the point. Give the credit where the credit where credit is due. Yeah. But what he's pushing is very important when it comes to the self sufficient 
okay. the African Union huh. and the whole African continent in general. And I right. respect that. And I think for we Africans, we need to stand behind that. Okay. Because I see there's a because because he's he's the biggest problem. Most of the time, when these leaders step up to the plate and push this type of their agenda, there's a lot of other countries like Western countries they don't like this. Yeah. Right, and they're gonna find ways to stop picking these leaders up. Yeah. And next thing you know, there's another group who's rising up, and before you know it. The leader who was pushing this great agenda that would be good for Africa, right. all of a sudden they just disappear or get assassinated, right. and for some reason we always get turned against that person. Right. So that's that's the part I I, I want you listen to pay attention. Yeah, resources are typically leveraged yeah. against people like that. Yeah. So so when somebody is pushing this great thing, like what Kagame is pushing. Okay. Because I think he 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 wants he wants he wants us to set the date and set the year that this will be the last time and the end of it for us to receive donors' money right. to run the African Union. Huh. Wow. So for for the African Union to become highly independent, I think it's a good thing. Hmm. And I think it should be the number one thing on our agenda. So they will be able to make the decisions. That benefit Africa right. and is good for Africa without outside influence. Right. So they can start restructuring these natural uh, resource minerals and all this stuff contract mm. for the benefit of the African continent. Yeah. So that. So that. We, yeah. We, yeah. So that that that's the part. I think is it, is it, very good, and I think we need to push that. We need to support that. Yeah. And get get rid of all these other noises on the side about oh we we don't have this we need this we yeah. we just gonna need to work with all we got right because effectively they've been buying our future they've been buying our creativity buying our you know uh, our pretty, pretty much yeah. pretty much and the, and the, and the contracts and the contracts amongst these people get when they they go to Nigeria they find gold they find diamonds they find gas yeah the contracts that they get. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that is true. You cannot have a contract for a hundred years to dig gold in somebody's country. Hmm. It, it, it's unheard that, of. That, that makes no sense, and yeah. It, it, make, it makes no sense. Yeah. And they, they, will find, they will find diamond on this village, and that village will be the most poorest place in that country. Yeah, I mean, you can look at the oil wells in, in southern Nigeria and see how those those states and villages are doing. Even though they're the wealthiest yeah, so, parts of the world, resource-wise. Yeah, so I'm looking at them like, and the people who help to, to draft the contract will be the toughest lawyers in the country. Hmm. And I'm, 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 I'm looking at this, I'm like, this guy gets the gold from this village, and the kids in this village don't even have school? Hmm. What type of contract was this? Right. Yeah, and they bring their own workers. Like, yeah, for yeah. Instance, from Chinese. I, yeah. I think I think what China is getting in Africa is a good thing. Hmm. But I don't like how they do the contract. Yeah, they, they always bring 80, 80, Right. Yeah, if you bring eighty percent of your worker from China, we don't want that contract. Right. That because makes... you're building the road. 
Yeah. And then you have to I fix mean, it later I'm, on because nobody else here knows how to do it. Yeah, because I'm sure you can find a lot of people can help you to mix up that cement right. on that village. Yeah, you build in the world. You cannot tell me you're gonna need to bring people from China. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I went I went I went I started drilling too far on on your question. Hmm. So yeah, no, no, that was my take on it. That was a very good answer. So now to pivot to kind of the final set of questions, um, yeah. you know, what, for, for especially with the African Union, how do you think people like us should navigate change? You know, how do we get the, our continents and our countries to be less dependent on, on foreign aid? Or, or even if that's not the initial goal, how do we... How do we how do we create help be part of creating a change to the situation? I, I think we need we need to get out the mentality that we need foreign aid. Okay, that's yeah. the first place because because it's it's it, the, the numbers they say men lie women lie numbers don't yeah numbers don't not make any sense because I think there's estimate about a hundred of hundred and sixty billion dollars go to Africa. Hmm. Every year, in terms of aid, right, and there's over two hundred billion dollars coming out of Africa in terms of natural resources. Wow! So it's <laughs> wow, right? yeah. So there's there's a gap there of about over forty billion dollars, right? Hmm. So it, the numbers don't make no sense hmm. to me, and there's there's, there's another aspect of that the foreign aid and this this is my personal feeling this is it has nothing to do with anything else i highly believe all these conflicts we got going on in africa the foreign aid has a lot to do with it huh, i see right there's a lot to do with it because you look at these child soldiers they got flip-flops on no shirt they're holding AK-47. You ask yourself a question. You cannot afford shoes. How do you afford an AK-47? Who is buying AK-47 and what do they get in return? Right. 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 right? So these, these, these are type of questions that always flow through my mind. And, and, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, somebody's pumping money. Yeah. Uh, with, with the motive. With the motive in right. these places. So if we have this much money coming out of, in terms of natural resource, okay, why do we need foreign aid to come in? And I, I understand if there's a natural disaster, right, and people need uh, help, right? Yes, people need help. I get that. That that's understandable. Hmm. But this unending flow of, of open check, right. Over and over and over has not it has not done any good. Right. And 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 I believe the Western countries who are the ones that write those checks, mm-hmm. they need to start looking back and right. see what happened to the money which is being spending. So is it our job to push for accountability in that sense, yes. and then also increase exposure so people know that foreign aid is not all fine and dandy? Absolutely. Okay. I think we, especially as diasporas, we need to start. Because the people receiving checks, they're not going to tell you to stop. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. They're getting the money's money. good. They're not going to tell you to stop. Right. The job is not going to tell you to stop. Right. 
you to stop hundred to stop writing three hundred million dollar check when his wife can go to London doing shopping. Right. Yeah, because because let's let's be honest, because that's where most of his money's ended up. That's where, yeah, wow. Yeah, because wow. you look most of the presidents in in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. They probably lives better than Bill Gates in the United States. <laughs> that, that's probably true, to be honest. Right? Yeah. But then you you gonna drive ten miles away from their palace, hey, you can see the poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, and their their wife can fly to London to go shopping. Yeah, on a private jet. So the money is yeah on a private jet. So the money is not doing no good to the ordinary African. Yeah, it's just it's just being used to fund corruption and, yeah, and the so, wealthy. Yeah, so we can start bringing awareness. Okay. Even other Africans who live in this country. All right. That All right. they are not aware of All right. And awesome. let, the, let them know what's going on. Awesome. I hope to be able to use this medium to even do so. Um, yes, sir. So, so now my final question is for you is, uh, it's a question that you probably, you listen to my podcast, so you probably heard me ask a lot of my other guests that, the question, but what are you optimistic about? What what excites you about the future? What do you think is going very well for us and, and almost harkens to a better future? I, I I think Africa will change. Okay. I think Africa will change, and I I believe if I can get ten other people to wake up as I am, hmm. I think the future looks real bright. Right. I think I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at countries like Rwanda, how much they change yeah. from the economic standpoint, and I'm thinking myself, they do not have natural resources other than agriculture. Yeah, and the rest, most of the natural resources in the world is coming from Africa. Hmm. And if we start looking from that angle, that hmm. we have way more than what we think. Yeah. That's what is going to start shifting people's mind. Okay. And I'm optimistic on that. Fantastic. I think Phenomenal. We, 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 we will get to the better place. Yeah. If not, we're going to spark the mind who will change it. All right. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's, this, is, this has been an amazing conversation, and we've covered such a, a, a nice breadth of things. And hopefully, you know, we can get people to think a little differently. And maybe some of those people who wake up and think like you wake up from even listening to this podcast. So I'd like to thank you so much, Eric, for coming on. Uh, if you want to say bye to our guests, one, to, to our listeners one more time, I'd really appreciate if you did that. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on your show. And I, I hope everybody's going to get to hear and spark people's mind. And thanks to your listeners. Thanks for taking your time and listening to this. And I hope you're going to learn something or it's going to inspire you to learn something. Awesome. Uh, I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, this has been I Can't Do Idea Really and Eric Ganyange on Pod. There, there you go. <laughs> I got it again. On Pod Save yeah. Africa. I really appreciate you listening. If you like, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and also rate it on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast. Uh, I'd really appreciate that five-star rating. It, it's fantastic for helping other people see the podcast and learn more about it. Um, thank you so much, and have a have a wonderful rest of your day.
la tipo 